Hey, what's up, guys? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike coming in hot with the podcast today. But I got an email, and I don't know where this guy's from, but I wanted to share it because I think it's very applicable. There's some good points that you can pick up if you have a funny schedule. Uh, this guy has to ride four days in a row. Um, and also, I enjoyed his first comment that he said, Hey, and this isn't to pat myself on the back, but I want to explain why some of this stuff I just fire off. Um, I'm not trying to be blunt or like not give enough detail. I'm trying to give you as many details as I think are needed so that it can impact your training in the shortest amount of time. Someone was like, are you really putting out eight minute podcasts? And I was like, yeah, because as an athlete, I would love if someone was like, hey, VO2 max, this is what you need to do as opposed to this long drawn out hour long thing where it was really like, oh, so it was those five bullet points I just listened to for an hour. So if you ever need more info or follow-up, feel free to email me a question. I'm just trying to pick what I think would be the most impactful. And he made me feel good about saying, hey, I like what you're doing for this community of cyclists. It's easy and straightforward, but short and impactful and easy to digest. So if you don't feel like you're getting what you need from a topic, definitely email me. I'm happy to try and clarify it. or go in more in depth and make you know an addendum to a podcast. So just throwing that out there. Okay, to his question. My question is, I have four straight days to train. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. For the last couple months, I haven't been doing any real structure, but I've been putting in 16 to 20 hour weeks depending on the intensity. And I try to do efforts on Friday and ride sweet spot and threshold on Saturday with Sunday being more sweet spot and Monday being endurance zone two. Sometimes I can sneak a one-hour recovery in on Monday with some yoga, but work is super busy Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Now, is this the right approach? And now I'm also switching from base to race. I have some races in April and May. So what would be the best way to maximize my four straight days with sweet spot and intervals? I'm not trying to get free coaching, but any insights on how to best structure these days would be amazing. Thanks so much. Um... Don't be shy. This is free coaching, but that's what we offer you. We give out a lot of stuff for free. And uh, plug, I think if we give out our best information, people will still want to be a part of our group and our tribe because I'm going to have to do this for you on an email and make a podcast about it. I really care about the people that actually pay me to do this Um, and don't even take me down the AI road. Okay, so I said, so here's the thing. I want to help with this. Um, we don't know anything about this guy except for when he rides. He didn't even tell us what the intensity was and what are the races? Is he a mountain biker? Is he a road racer? Is he doing a Grand Fondo? Like, where are we going? Where is We kind of know where the ship is at. We have no idea where it's going. So I'm not going to start a whole long dialogue with this guy. But I just said, hey, you know, this is kind of hard to answer without really knowing your goals or anything about you as a cyclist. So high level overview. First question, why so much sweet spot? Um, I understand that it's been marketed to us all as most bang for the buck. It is great for burning KJs. If you follow me on Strava, I'm obsessed with KJs, but I'm not gonna just go around and ride low threshold or high tempo, which is what sweet spot is, over and over and over and over again. If you're finding especially as a newer cyclist, you will make fitness gains by riding at low threshold, Hopefully you're progressing. Your your body's gonna go through so many changes if this is your first or second year training, you can ride sweet spot. You are either gonna get bored with it, you are gonna burn out, or at some point your body's just like, yeah, no, we're good with that. And then where do you go? 
I don't think you want to start with bad habits. So it will 100% just blunt you. I've seen it happen probably by now, literally a hundred times. Second thing, 20 hours in four days is absolutely massive. And yes, even I, who love riding a bike, that is a lot of biking. Um, I understand that you only have four days, maybe that fifth bonus recovery day. But if you're not training for a five-hour event, I would cut one of those days down. Here's my recommendation. I always say when people have this, this comes up like people do have jobs like this where there's like really bunched up times. It's usually more like three and then this one like island day. But I always say the first day is obviously the intervals. You're going to be the freshest. Um, I really couldn't recommend the intervals because I don't know what he's good at. I don't know what he's bad at. And I don't know what events he's going to do. But he did deem that FTP was important. It's a very important part of cycling. But I'm a little nervous telling him to do FTP stuff because is he going to do FTP stuff or is he going to do sweet spot stuff? So I said, hey, it's important. You could hit some FTP type intervals, do endurance afterwards. I didn't, I'm going to actually alter my email. These are the type of people I want you going more intensive and more towards like 105%. So your FTP starts increasing. The only times I really see people increasing their FTP from doing sweet spot is if you're a total noob and that's not a diss, you're just new to cycling and your FTP would increase if you rode endurance every day. If you consistently trained. Um, for someone who's been training for a while, sweet spot's not going to do it. Saturday, endurance. Why endurance? Because you just banged out intervals, but you can't do a recovery day. You got to get your hours in. It's something that you can do with low fatigue. It's also going to help your FTP by working on the lactate clearance side of things of the equation. And I've got a video coming out called Seriously though, why do we have to ride endurance? And then uh, I promise you, I won't tell you, build a pyramid or make a foundation. Um, it also though, your VO2 max, you're building, you're making sure that you have enough mitochondria so that when you are cranking out oxygenated blood to your muscles, there's enough mitochondria to actually deal with that and create energy so you can pedal your bike. Sunday, we're gonna do intervals again. Uh, maybe VO2 max. It's really hard to give a direct thing. We just don't know this guy. But my thing, my way of thinking is he is a huge, a great candidate for doing one day of VO2 max stuff because it might be super hard for him because he's just been sweet spotting. Um, a lot of the sweet spot crew, they start doing them. And it, again, this is not a diss at the sweet spot, uh, you know, tribe, but you're just not good at going hard. And that's why when you read through places that are very pro sweet spot, they are always like, oh, just dial, dial down the uh, VO2 intensity. No, don't, don't do that. You, why would, no. You, maybe you could, there's two ways to look at that. Okay, ride longer at lower VO2 intensities, like 110%, but be doing like eight, nine minute intervals. I see people telling people, hey, I can't do this three minute interval at 120, 125%. They're like, just do it at 110 I would say just you can get through one and then next time try to get through two and then next time three or maybe it's two and a half or maybe it's two and three quarters. I think you just need to really get going good at going hard and maybe you're a candidate that needs to do Tabata intervals where it's 30 seconds on and there's a little rest time. Not as good in my opinion, but it's it gets you going at, at that intensity. 
Monday endurance. Then he's got his off day on Tuesday, maybe his quick ride Wednesday. But I said, screw the quick ride. You're riding enough. Can you get to the gym and lift? Thursday off. And then really my last note to him was, hey, if you're switching to race, this is all the more reason to ditch the sweet spot. It's just low threshold. That's not going to win you many races. And so that's going to help you drive a break. It's going to help you ride a long period of time. But even if this guy is like a gravel racer, yeah, you can ride by yourself farther and longer um, if you can put out more KJs and do the work. But this guy might want to win. He's not going to win if he's doing sweet spot two of his four days of riding. He will be tired though. So hopefully that's helpful. And so to you, if you have four days in a row and endurance is king, consistency is king. So you need to pick stuff that you can consistently do for all four days, get the most time in without totally crushing yourself. Uh, You will be tired. You should be tired on Tuesday. I mean, if it's four days of training, um, you know, it's what you got to work with. The one thing I would say maybe is go hard and long on Friday, pause, go endurance on Saturday and then do the intervals on Sunday, but don't go super long and then do the endurance on Monday. Um, I think just that little dip in duration will be beneficial. You really got to be careful of injuries. All the more, actually, now that I say that, all the more reason for him to be in the gym at least once a week. And um, if you're a cross racer, throw that all out the door. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Yeah, hope that helps. Hope this helps some of you guys out there that have funky schedules. You can always get it done. You just got to be creative and it might not be optimal, but I mean, there's going to be a benefit if this dude can do four days in a row of 20 hours consistently. Maybe he needs to find a stage race. Maybe he needs to find like a three-day, I mean, he should go to a, even if he's a road racer, go to a three-day event and tee up Sunday. Everyone's going to be tired by Sunday. This guy's going to be like just getting going. So there's always a way to find a W in there. Sometimes you got to look a little bit harder, get a, you know, Put the glasses on. Okay. Hope this helps. See you guys later. Bye.